If you haven't heard, Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Anchor podcast is free and convenient. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Radio Public and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Anchor has everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Pleasure and Savagery, by Tracy A. Hanna, Chapter 3, Concupiscence, Part 2 Now that the tea about Philip and his lady love has been spilled, where were we dear diary? It all started off innocently enough, at Nadia's party. I cannot help but to grin shamelessly, as I reminisce. Sebastian walked up and presented me with a glass of champagne, moments after Philip left without saying goodbye. Not that I noticed at the time. Hello pretty lady. Sebastian greeted me with a smile. For you. Why thank you, kind sir, I replied feeling a little corny. I accepted graciously, but then I froze. I could have reintroduced myself or asked if he was enjoying the party, or something, anything, but no, I stood there stupefied. My name is Sebastian, he began. Sebastian. I cooed. I audibly sighed. Your eyes are beautiful, amazing actually. What color are they exactly? They change with my mood. Sometimes the colors blend if the sentiment is not strong enough. What does blue mean? Oh no, I whispered. I immediately closed my eyes. I looked down, to the left and then to the right. I finally remembered I was holding a glass of champagne and took a long sip. Yum, this is refreshing. Thank you. I said without meeting Sebastian's gaze. I turned to face the party full on as I continued, nice turnout. He chuckled and played along. Yes, you definitely know how to throw a party. I need a party planner for my birthday party. I do a little party planning on the side, I lied. Sebastian, do you have the theme in mind? I've been thinking about a few things, hedonism, masquerade, toga, saints and sinners. I haven't decided yet. Well damn, so the theme is sex. I mused just before I said, my my my, sounds like a night to remember no matter what you choose. If you give me your number Tara, I could call you to discuss it further. We spent the remainder of the bash talking, drinking, and laughing. I enjoyed his company immensely, so much so, I hardly took notice when Philip slipped back in just before the party ended. He was so busy covering his tracks, mixing and mingling, that he did not realize another man was paying special attention to his lady. Once he saw fit to return by my side, his temperament had changed. He was jolly, an uncharacteristic personality trait. I quietly took note and kept quiet. I gave Sebastian my number before leaving. Let the games begin, I ruminated. Caressed by temptation, I was more than willing to let the game play out. As the weeks passed, nothing tangible changed between Philip and I, however, his temperament gradually shifted. Bit by bit, he became distant, busy. 
At the time I chalked it up to work, as we still had sex on the regular. Once I was satisfied that our love life was still intact I put the night of the party out of my mind, that is until the faded day I received a call from Nadia. The 30 day before, as I was contemplating Philip's disappearance, I met with Sebastian. I arrived at his house at 7 o'clock in the evening, at his request, the Tuesday immediately following the party. I had just enough time to stop at home, shower and change. I dressed carefully, as I did not want to send the wrong message. I told Philip about the meeting, to which he replied that he would be working late anyway for the unforeseeable future. There was a new client, a big project, that would change his life for the better, he encouraged me to go to the meeting and take the job. I had the nagging suspicion that Philip was being duplicitous but then again, I was the one meeting a man, that I was ridiculously attracted to, at his home, at night. If you wanted to know what happened the night of the party, you should have asked Tara, I chided myself. Do not use suspicion to justify infidelity. You are better than that. Ha! Huh. What a fool I was. I remember that night like it was yesterday. The sexual tension between Sebastian and I was tangible, barely tolerable. Had he touched me, just once, all would have been lost. As it happened, I arrived carrying my purse and attaché case. We smiled warmly at one another, however, we did not hug or shake hands. He greeted me and saw the through to the living room where I set up my laptop on the coffee table. His house was beautiful. The floor plan was open, more windows than walls with a double-sided fireplace that separated the living and family rooms and a breakfast bar that divided the kitchen and living room. Before we get started, I need to see your backyard please, I said sweetly. Sebastian led me out of the Arcadia door to the patio and said, I was hoping we could talk for a little while before we get down to business. There was a bottle of champagne chilling in a crystal ice bucket and two flutes placed next to an antipasto platter on the outdoor bar. The backyard was an extension of the house, tastefully manicured and furnished. The moonlight sparked, reflected by the by the blue aquatic of the pool. Little did I know, three months later, I would be making love to Sebastian, with wild abandon, in those very waters. The desire was there dancing between us like fire catching a breeze. I looked at the bar and then over to the sofa and panicked inside. The thought of sitting next to him, in close proximity, was more than I could bear. I spotted a pair of overstuffed chairs separated by a little round table on the other side of the pool and took refuge there. What would you like to talk about Sebastian? I asked as aloofly as I would muster. You, he replied before he turned and walked to the bar. As he carried the champagne and glasses over he continued, you fascinate me Tara. Me? I asked with the naivete of a schoolgirl. Sebastian smiled patiently at me before he turned away again. I watched him quietly as he arranged the food and drinks on the little table. He looked into my eyes and smiled again as he handed me a glass of champagne. He took the seat next to me and bowed his head in acquiescence. Although, I fought lusty demons of my own, in that moment I no longer feared the loss of my virtue at his hand. Sebastian and I talked well into the night. Before either of us realized the time, dawn began to break. We stayed up all night Sebastian. How are we ever going to make it through today? I asked. We could play hooky, he suggested deviously. No, I have to get home. Philip will be worried sick. And yet, your phone has not rang once. I looked at my phone and back at Sebastian. He was right, there were no missed calls or text messages. Philip said he would be working late on a big project. He probably fell asleep exhausted after work. 
I looked at Sebastian and smiled awkwardly. We trust each other. Philip is not sitting at home waiting up for me like some psycho, I stated with faux confidence as I pushed the thought of the woman from the party out of my mind. Excellent. Without trust you have nothing, he retorted smoothly. His charming smile spoke volumes. Correct, I agreed half-heartedly. I was captured by his gaze like a lamb taunting a wolf to devour her. Just then my phone rang, and the enchantment was broken. It was Philip. Good morning Philip, I answered, all the while my mind raced to find a plausible explanation for spending the night away from home. Good morning Tara baby. I'm sorry I missed you this morning, Philip said lovingly. No, it's okay, I, I began before he interjected. When I got home you were sleeping so peacefully, I just crashed on the couch. I didn't want to wake you, so I showered in the guest bath and headed back to the office before sunrise. You're so thoughtful Phil, thank you. I'll see you tonight. I love you baby. Love you. The call ended. I turned to Sebastian and said, yes, let's play hooky today. What happened just now? He asked. Nothing important, I said as I stepped out of my clothes, down to my ice pink lace bra and panty. Let's go for a swim. I took a running dive into the pool. Sebastian cannonballed and immediately thereafter. We splashed around and laughed for a little while before the moment became serious again. He waded towards me, his intent was clear. I stood still, wanting him in that moment more than I had ever wanted a man in my life before. Sebastian stood before me, beautiful, strong, and virile. He stared into my eyes, as desire danced about his being. His breath was heavy. If I touch you Tara, I will not stop until I make you mine, he uttered on passion's breath. Decide what you want here and now. I want you, every once of my flesh cried out for his touch, however I said, I want to get to know you as I plan your party. I want us to have the most inappropriate friendship imageable. I cannot have sex with you Sebastian. No matter how much I want you to tough me, I am not that person. I returned home just before noon, exhausted, as I had not slept, happy to have a new friend, and sad that my relationship with Philip was in question. I paid special attention to Philip, looking for any sign of infidelity. I met Sebastian at restaurants or at his office over the next few weeks as we planned his party. I did not return to him home until the night before, three months later. It was a hot summer night in July, the air was still and thick with humidity. He opened the door, barefoot and shirtless. His gray sweatpants hung low on his hips. He bagged away slowly as I entered his home. Our eyes locked. I swung the door shut with my foot as I let my purse and attache case fall to the floor. Let's go for a swim Sebastian, I spoke softly. Yes, let's, he agreed. Sebastian, I slipped the strap of my pale yellow sundress from my shoulder and looked into his eyes and whispered, touch me.